people of the world. This is the Brothers Talk with your hosts, Rod, Scott, and Norm. Tune in each Friday wherever you listen to your favorite podcast or on our website to hear us, three black, unfiltered African-American men with no strings attached, as we give voice to the most feared, most misunderstood, and most rarely heard from segment of the population on topics of interest to us for education, enlightenment, and entertainment. You can reach us with your comments, questions, and suggestions at The Brothers Talk on Twitter, The Brothers Talk on Instagram, and the Facebook group of the same name. And if you want to share in more detail, hit us up at the email address, thebrotherstalk at gmail.com. You can also get more of us by watching The Brothers Talk Show on Millennium TV's M24 streaming news station. Welcome again to the virtual den of the Brothers Talk podcast family. Thank you for joining us. And if you're new to the conversation, we're glad to have you in the mix. And it's our hope that you will stay connected, but that you'll also be spreading the word about this podcast. And when I said people of the world, that is no exaggeration again, because we are hearing about the fact that we've got listeners all around the globe. And that includes France, Germany, Brazil, South Africa, Thailand, London, and of course, all across the United States. So we're glad to have you in the mix and you're a part of an international family. Just a couple of quick reminders that if you're on Facebook, the discussions continue there as well as in our groups, the Brothers Talk, relaunching Black Wall Street nationwide and hashtag Black Dollars Matter. And over on Black Parent University, we cover issues for keeping track of how our parents should stay in the mix and how we can help them with the educational system. And if you want even more, you can tune into the Brothers Talk Show each Saturday and Sunday night on M24 News Streaming Service. We've been constantly emphasizing the need for people to get vaccinated against COVID-19, but we see we have to continue to crank up the pressure because this Delta variant is spiking. And just as we thought we were about to get close to a semblance of the new normal, We're facing more new shutdowns and more restrictions, so we really do have to do our part. But now to my brothers in the Strata School for Critical Thinking, Scott and Norm. Hey, family. We appreciate your continued support. We appreciate the comments and the positive feedback and all feedback that we get from you that help help this show even better, become even better. And Rod mentioned the, the COVID virus, and that new variant is just wreaking havoc uh, my concern is that people think we've gotten over the hump and they're just they've relaxed. They're trying to go back to normal. They're trying to force it. And I think what they got to understand and remember is we can't go back to where it was. It's never going to be the way it was. We, we have a new normal and people got to consider the new normal as, as wearing that mask and getting the vaccine. And that's what you got to get comfortable with. Protect each other and protect yourself. And basically, what I would like to discuss, uh, just a little bit touched on for the community, is our voting and being politically active and politically aware. You know, we are not getting the representation that we are actually paying for right now in this country on local level and on state level and national level. And even regarding school boards, we have to wake up and start taking ownership of what is ours and basically register and be prepared for this November and every November. Thanks, Rod. So this week, we're taking uh, a round-robin approach where we have just a list of different topics that we want to bring up. And I want to start 
with something like the old folks used to say, it's a poor frog that doesn't praise his own pond because there have been a number of topics that we brought up in the last year and a half, and we're starting to see some positive developments. One of those is the coaching carousel in the NBA, where there have been eight coaches hired, seven of the eight are African-Americans, and five of them are actually first-time head coaches. So we like the fact that it looks like there's some some progress being made on that front, so we'll give credit where it's due. We want to see more, but we do think that that's a good start. We also want to talk about the fact that we're seeing more anchors of color on these news networks like CNN and MSNBC because for a while there, it looked like they were all starting to become as white as Fox News, but we're seeing an uptick there, which was something else that we started to bring up. So we hope that not only do these networks, but also the other leagues like the NFL and even Major League Baseball follow suit and know that we are watching. You know, Rod, I want to give kudos also to the points that you made in terms of us being out front and pointing these things out, uh, that all the disparities that have has been happening. The gap is closing a little bit, but there's a lot of work to be done. And so we are really pleased that uh, the number of, of new hires they have in the NBA are black and African-American. And we want to kind of feel like we have to do with pushing that narrative. Uh, but uh, there's something that's happening in, in this country to me that that's kind of under the radar for a lot of people. Uh, it seems like the elite are the ones who are talking about it. And that's more of what happened in uh, January 6th, where they actually tried to overthrow Trump supporters, tried to overthrow the government. And it's continuing to happen. And, uh, you know, people need to be wary about that. Noah mentioned something about voting. Uh, and voting rights, which is, is is important. But if these Republicans are allowed to do what they're doing in the states and the bills that they're passing in the states, it just appears to me it doesn't matter how many people come out and vote if they're allowed to change the rules and select whoever they want. Well, Scott, I'm going to just touch base on one thing that you mentioned was the coaching changes in the uh, NBA. Um, and that's fantastic, but let's look at the achievements. I mean, three out of the four coaches in the final four in, in the NBA playoffs were African-American. So you can't deny success, which they've done for so long. And so maybe the bandwagon's changing there, but let's go to the NFL where we're still having problems, uh, being hired as coaches. So, and, uh, you know, they're trying to appease us by playing the black national anthem before every game. And some of us are being appeased by that, but that's still not good enough. So we still have some work to do there as well. But uh, let's just touch base on other things that are going on in our community, like our health. I mean, we've already discussed the, the pandemic and how that's affecting us and how many of us are still struggling to, to take this antidote that they have out. And um, the virus, again, is spreading. But our overall health, we have to look at as well, our diets, our exercise, and just how we're committed to doing anything in regards to our wellness and adopting that. That's always important because we cannot move forward as a people if we do not have good health. So while we're talking about like these leagues and so forth, we want to be clear that while we applaud the hiring of the coaches, that we're now also going to emphasize we want to see more blacks in 
the general managers and in the executive director positions for these teams, as well as more black ownership. We appreciate the fact that we've seen Dwayne Wade get a ownership stake in the Utah Jazz. But once again, there just needs to be more representation at all levels of a league that has been for the last 60 years, 80 percent African-American. And yet we've seen so little progress in the upper management level. Same thing, as you said, Norm, for the NFL. And of course, that also extends to Congress. I mean, we know that when you look at a picture of the Senate, it still looks like something basically out of the 1800s because you got a couple of black people in there. But certainly we want to see the, the Voting Rights Act passed. And you said it right, Scott that if we allow them to keep changing the rule and if the Democrats don't get the kind of spine that they need to understand that they are in a fight, they keep going with this notion of these sort of high principle concepts as though they don't realize that they're in a deep down dirty fight that you're not going to not get some mud on you if you're going to try to be engaged with the Republicans. So they got to just recognize that it is a fight, and in a fight, you expect to get bloody, you expect to get dirty, and you expect to win. You know, Roy, you touched on a lot, and I agree with everything that you said 100%. Uh, one of the things that the Democrats got to do, you're right, and they got to fight. And it's just not the Democrats. When we start talking about critical race theory, I want to see people fight back because what they're doing, they, they've hijacked critical race theory as a way to, to basically beat down any kind of conversation that's going to address systemic and institutionalized racism in this country. Anytime anybody wants to talk about all the things that we've been talking about uh, today in terms of the hiring and NBA and, and NFL, you know, the, the accomplishments of the black coaches, that's all because of institutionalized racism, which is the reason that it's taken so long to have these kind of hires. And so on the Democratic side, they're just not fighting hard enough. They're not they're not fighting tough enough. It's, it appears to me that they want to always try to be the intellectual party in the fight. And that's just not getting it. They got to break it down to a level where ordinary people can understand what's at stake. And, and they're still having some problems doing that in terms of voting rights and everything else that impact folks in this country. Yes, Scott, I'm going to disagree with uh, one thing you said there. I don't believe the Democrats are fighting at all. Basically, they're, they're still in bed with the Republicans or the moderates, and they're not going at their base to get the power to actually implement any kind of changes. They're serving a lot of lip service. Clyburn is out front talking about how defund the police, cost them all this votes and cost them this and cost them that. And they're not actually even going after their own base with issues that are basically 70% approval from the, the citizens of this country. You can't tell me they're fighting at all. They're just basically hanging out there and, and living with the corporate establishment and fighting the progressive wing of their party. I also want to just pick up and say that in our community, we have to keep white people from controlling the narrative around critical race theory, which they are lying about in droves. And they're lying about it in the schools. They're lying about it in the state legislatures. And they're lying about it in, in the federal government because we continue to emphasize that 
the truth is that critical race theory is not being taught. It really should be taught, but it's not being taught. And the reason now you have these whites across the country pushing back is because they're misinforming people about what it really is. And of course, they can always find a couple of coonish people who will start to signify along with them so that they can get their heads rubbed. But we as a community have to understand exactly what critical race theory is, because you said it right, Scott, that critical race theory really measures the impact that racism has on all aspects of our lives as Black people. And particularly when it comes to things like healthcare disparities, it comes to the legal system, when it comes to access to financial capital, when it comes to voting, when it comes to hiring and employment, it's all over the place. And so we really should be pushing as hard, but it also has to start in our communities. We cannot allow white people to dominate this conversation where we talk about the fact that we need to be better at critical thinking. Well, this is one time we are sounding the alarm that every black person in this country needs to truly understand exactly what critical race theory is, which is simply measuring the impact that racism has had on all of our systemic structures. And that's the only reason they can call it a theory is because it hasn't been effectively measured, but we are all aware that it is not only ingrained into systems, but it is, has negative effects. It's why we have the prison industrial complex. It's why we have the disparities in health. And it is even now made more evident by what's going on with the COVID vaccine. So we have to be more forceful and more intentional about making sure that we fight back on the front of critical race theory. And, and that's exactly right, Rod. Uh, and we we don't have anyone doing that. I don't I don't hear anyone uh, speaking as forcefully as you did just did, and as we've done on this show, on this show. The people who have a larger platform, they don't even talk about critical race theory. They don't even talk about hey, look, what's wrong with talking teaching the real true history of this country? And that's all that's happening in the school system. That's what people are trying to do. They're trying to teach the real true history, but it's been hijacked by, like you said, some white Americans who want to call, want to create uh, a boogeyman out of critical race theory. Uh, a, a, another thing that's, that's bothering me is that there doesn't seem to be an urgency on the side of the Democrats when it comes to anything right now in this country. When you take a look at all of the books that have come out about 45, the last three books, they're all screaming and shouting in the book that, hey, this guy was trying to overthrow the government and he still is trying to overthrow the government. You have military officers who are saying, we prevented that from happening. There's not going to be a coup. And, and they're just kind of just like, okay, laissez fair about it. And, and to me, that's alarming. And, and folks are just not talking about it the way they should talk about it because that's going to devastate black folks if that happens. Because that's what the Republicans are, are they, they've decided that's the route that we're going to take. And now they're following a the guy who lost badly in the presidential race. Where is the CDC in all of this? They have a platform. They have a constituency. They have everything you need to stand up for black causes. And they are silent as a mouse in the night. You will never know. You will never know they even existed. 
in regards to any of these issues pertaining to Black America. We have to call them out. We have to put them on over the fire and make let them know that we are going to hold them accountable. They have done nothing except follow the establishment, the corporate establishment in that party, and it's time for us to change. That's a really good point, Norm, because as we have said before, the Congressional Black Caucus should be at the forefront of this critical race theory debate. And they ought to be insistent on it every day because, like you said, Scott, it's it it's not being talked about in a way that has any kind of positive impact. Every time we hear anything about it, it's about the white people who are basically pushing back against it with a couple of coons, as we said, thrown into the mix. But where is the other side who is really explaining what critical race theory is? It's almost like the situation that you had around the quote unquote insurrection, that you don't have people really out there telling you that they really tried to overthrow the government that day, which is why we said before, we object to the name insurrection because too many people really don't grasp what that is. What they should call it is treason, that you had a group of people who on January 6th attempted to overthrow the government, attempted to kill the vice president and other members of Congress. And yet we got too many people soft peddling it and making it sound as though it was, well, it was just kind of a, a gathering, but it really didn't amount to much. And what's the old saying? Those who ignore the mistakes of the past are doomed to repeat them. And so even when this 45 idiot was out there being interviewed, he never said that he wouldn't have tried exactly what what they said he did. He said if he had done it, he wouldn't have had that general in there. But that's not a denial. That's just basically saying like, hey, I don't care what you think about it. There's nothing more you can do. I mean, and, and, and this is exactly the roadmap. He's continuing to follow the Hitler map. I mean, you have people who kind of stood back passively and thought that, you know, oh, well, you know, Hitler, Hitler oh, he's just blowing smoke. This is exactly what's happening with Donald Trump. You got a guy who lost, like I said, about 7 million votes, and he's out running around the country campaigning and spreading lies and dividing the country, and you got people confused. And then that same Republican Party will say, oh, well, people don't have confidence in, the, in, in our voting system because you put doubt in their heads and you're continuing to do it. And for the Democrats to sit back and not meet force with force, just sitting back being passive, and a lot of folks are being passive. And one thing I want to touch on, I really don't want to speak about Trump, but one thing I want to touch on, that the minute he got in office, he did a investigation onto voter fraud, into voter fraud, I should say, and literally he found there was none. In his own report, they will never actually reference that. But the electorate of this country is so stupid, you can literally tell them anything and they will believe it. And if you don't think I'm right there, just look at January 6th. This has been our round robin approach to the Brothers Talk podcast. We brought up a lot of topics because we're trying to inspire as many of our community members to be about critical thinking. And that involves discussions. And so we hope you heard something here. And if you have other topics that you'd like for us to discuss, we will give you the ways you can contact us momentarily. But in our positive Black business experience this week, 
we're again going to take a kind of a victory lap and just try to continue to encourage all of our community to buy black. We can't say it enough that we need to be full on in reestablishing whatever we can when it comes to Black Wall Streets all across the country, doing it one household at a time. So you should be responsible for what goes on in your household, and you should certainly make sure that you do your best to find Black businesses, to find even the Black sales representative in businesses that don't exist in your community, because nothing says support like asking for your own. And we want to ensure that there is every opportunity for Black businesses to succeed and that we can keep the largest portion of that trillion dollars that's out there that every other company is and every other ethnic group is looking to siphon out. So that's it for another edition of the Brothers Talk. We want to thank you again for your time and for being with us. Remember, you can hit us up at the Brothers Talk on Twitter, Brothers Talk on Instagram, and the Facebook group of the same name. Remember that you can also join the conversation with a long form by reaching us at thebrotherstalk at gmail.com. And the Brothers Talk show on M24 News streaming each Saturday and Sunday evening. So until next time, thank you for your time. Thank you for being here and keep spreading the word. And as we said before, we'll never take you or your attention span for granted. And until the very next time, remember, let's do better today because that's all we really have.